Welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show, brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. And welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show. I'm Jim Galante, along with Dustin Hawkinsmith. It's our Memorial Day weekend show. Dustin, how is the holiday weekend treating you? So far, so good. You know, I think it is a it is a good time to think about those who have sacrificed for our country and and recognize them and you know kind of paid the ultimate sacrifice. So, um, so yeah, but it's it, it's been good to get together with family and stuff like that as part of that, and then to cap it off with you, my friend. Oh, that's nice of you to say, and it's also nice of you to remember what this weekend is really supposed to be about, Dustin. All right, today we are going big picture, big picture college football. There's so much going on. I've wanted to have this discussion with you, Dusty, and I just want to point out we've had appearances over the last couple months from Salty Jim. You may think that's what you might see today, but no, my friend, it will not be Salty Jim. It's going to be Cynical Jim, okay? Just preparing you for that. So you'll you'll find out why shortly. But as I said, we're looking at the big picture. The world of college football has just been turned upside down. It's one thing to have the transfer portal going. It's one thing to have name, image, and likeness going on. You put those two things together, though, Dusty, it's getting wild. It is a tough combination right now, and um, I think the NCAA, you know, and others have had opportunities to maybe control this messaging a little bit and control how and when this happened, but they ended up fighting it until the until the bitter end, and they ended up kind of harshly, you know, quickly rolling this out last year without being able to put a lot of infra- infrastructure there and uh, without a lot of rules and things like that. So now basically the process is ongoing to add some guide rails to this thing. Cause right now it's like we're on the bus from speed, like 55 miles per hour plus, or the whole thing blows up. Everything's moving quickly. And uh, that's just kind of where we are. And what we're doing on this show is just looking at where we are um, when it comes to college athletics, specifically college football, where it's going and what needs to happen. I think these are th- these are all things that you and I have talked about in bits and pieces um, over the past you know few months for sure that now we're just going to bring it all together in this one place and just kind of figure it out. This is a historical time for for college football. This is I, I don't know that. So much change has happened so quickly in such a short amount of time that um, we're going to look back on this time and, and really remember it as as a game changer for better or worse. Well, let's let's start out with what name, image, and likeness was supposed to be. And picture, you know, Sean Clifford, your Penn State quarterback. Whatever you think of him, your pro Sean Clifford, you're against Sean Clifford, he's in a high-profile position, and if downtown State College, somebody is selling Penn State jerseys with Sean Clifford's name on it, should should not Sean Clifford get a piece of that? That's what name, image, and likeness was supposed to be, correct? 
Correct. But as you, you know, with anything in the history of college football, if you present any form of loophole whatsoever, if it's not the head coach, it'll be a big time booster. There's always somebody ready to blow open a loophole. And that's pretty much what's going on. Like this name image likeness pretty much is a giant loophole to do all the things that people are being accused of in the past that we know has been going on bags of cash and all that. And just to bring it out in the open and there's nothing really stopping them or slowing them down. Like to your point, it's supposed to be, you know, you're supposed to be able to get your market value in exchange for something, you know, represent a car dealership or sign autographs or, you know, your your names on the jersey, all those things. Now it really is just a payment to acquire talent. And as much as Jimbo Fisher wants to say they did everything right at Texas A&M, this recruiting class is a really good point in, in that too, that, you know, when you're throwing some cash around, you can do some crazy wild stuff. And that's pretty much where we are right now. You know, there's no, there's been no real exchange of goods. Do you remember when this first started, Jim? And I was kind of chuckling about it. it. It looked like it was just like, Hey, Sean Clifford can be on cameo now. You know, he can make videos to for little John John's birthday party or something. And now it's like whatever he wants. I mean, if, if an alum, if an alumni or a booster wants Sean Clifford to get paid or doesn't want Sean Clifford to go to the NFL, you know, there's so much stuff that they can do, these collectives to just throw money around. It is against the spirit of the whole thing. But should we really be surprised that this is the direction that things went? You know, this is this is so highly ridiculously competitive that if it becomes legal to make payments, then it's a race to, to make the most payments. It's a race to get most creative and and to go out there and acquire talent in exchange for cash. And that's where we are. And they're in the process. And I don't know how quick, quickly it's going to go where they're trying to backpedal and, and try to put some of these things in place now. And that's exactly what it is. It's about the acquisition of talent. So instead of Sean Clifford making money off his name, image, and likeness, it's the idea that when Sean Clifford is in high school in Ohio, some Penn State cooperative says, hey, Sean, we'll give you X number of dollars to come to Penn State. Now, it's weasel-worded to be said, gee, if you hypothetically show up at Penn State, there's going to be this opportunity for you, but there's no doubt that's what's happening. Texas A&M had his, the historically best recruiting class in the history of recruiting classes this past year, and the allegedly uh, that freshman class, that incoming class, is getting millions and millions of dollars to show up at Texas A&M, Correct. That's the allegation. That's and and I, I think you probably wouldn't have to dig that deep to try to back that up. And Jimbo Fisher can can be as cagey as he wants to be. And first of all, I know we might talk about this later, but Jimbo Fisher versus Nick Saban in a public war of words is exactly what I never knew I always wanted. You know, I I love the fact that that Jimbo takes such exception. And why and why wouldn't he? I mean, Nick Saban might be throwing out facts, but that that was a flamethrower to his former his former assistant who did not take kindly to it. And one of the most anticipated moments for me of, of the past year was seeing that Texas A&M had called a 10 a.m. news conference the next day for Jimbo to get out there in front of the mics. And it was just like, and as much as I anticipated it, it was still better than, than I hoped it would be. 
But uh, yeah, this is, you know, this is, this is madness right now. And, uh, you know, it didn't have to be this way. I think that needs to be repeated. It didn't have to be this way with different tactics and things like that. And I saw Lane Kiffin uh, last week basically said, you know, if you have a booster who says pay, pays $5 million to acquire um, a recruit to, to get across the finish line to the recruit, you can't tell me that that booster then is going to have some kind of say or be in the coach's ear about playing that recruit that he and he put all that money into. And it just, I, I just think in all kinds of ways, this, the way things are going right now. And I, I do think that things can change for the better as they, as they acclimate. Um, this is not where anybody wants to be. Warning. Here comes cynical Jim. Okay. First off, let, let's start with Nick Saban and Jimbo, where Nick Saban, right now, the way the, wor- or the way the world has existed over the last decade, Nick Saban wins. He gets the number one recruiting class in the country pretty much every year. Um, he gets the best talent. He wins national championships. He makes more money as head coach than anybody else. Gee, when the world's going to change, Nick Saban decides he doesn't like it. All of a sudden, instead of Alabama getting the number one recruiting class in the country, Texas A&M did. Well, that's just not right. Alabama is supposed to get the best recruiting class. So anything that changes that, Coach Saban has a problem with. Yeah, it's so really a hard. What is wrong with Texas A&M getting a better recruiting class than Alabama? You know what? They didn't break any rules. The rules might suck, but to to have Nick Saban be the voice of reason and be the guy, as Jimbo Fisher said, the who appointed him the czar of college football, you know, you can't really trust where he's coming from. And I would say if he's looking for parity, the days of parity in college football, literally the number one thing that he can do for that is to retire from Alabama. You want parity in college football? Hang him up. Obviously, he's not going to hang it up. But he wants the rules to stay to Alabama's advantage. He has no problem with the players getting the money. What he has a problem with is Texas A&M acquiring more talent than him. That's where the issue is. And, you know, I'm going to go on to our good buddy at Pitt, Pat Narduzzi. He's all worked up. Here's the next situation. He has a very good or had a very good wide receiver, Jordan Addison, who ended up transferring to USC. Pat Narduzzi is claiming tampering, that they were going after him before he he entered the transfer portal, and he was offered money to go elsewhere. Once more, though, I asked Dustin whether you like that or not, you think Pat Narduzzi would be upset if the— if it was an incoming player as opposed to an outgoing player. Oh, yeah. I mean, the cre- credibility in this area, uh, there, there just really isn't all that much. He can get as bent out of shape as he wants, and that's pretty much his default position has been out of shape. Um, you know, God, God love him. But And, and this, is, this is an interesting case because the way things are right now, Jordan Addison is at Pitt. He had made his commitment to Pitt. He had proven his value. And now, I mean, whether USC was tampering, something tells me there's not going to be any proof of that unless, you know, unless uh, Lincoln Riley's stupid. Uh, But now it's like, okay, I I can pursue my open market value just by opening myself up and transferring from Pitt. And 
you know, like, again, the way that the game is being played right now, it's probably a smart move from Jordan Addison. Like, he, Kenny Pickett's gone. He can go fetch however many millions he can get and probably get an upgrade in playing situation, too. Why wouldn't you consider uh, that kind of win-win? And it's just, you know, again, it's, it's, it's not where a lot of people want the game to be, and hopefully that changes. But I can't blame Jordan Addison for, uh, for opting to leave and make some money for himself and maybe get a chance to improve his situation. Uh, to better position himself for the NFL, too. Dustin, we're going to continue this conversation uh, in quarter number two, and I'm going to start by asking you this question. Everyone seems to be all up in arms. Oh, my goodness, college football is going to hell with all this going on. I'm going to ask you, is it really going to hell? Is there really a problem with any of these issues going on? Stay tuned for Dustin's answer to that question. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call one 800 788-4414. See you there. What defines the special spirit of Penn State? Why Penn State by author Greg Woodman looks to Happy Valley in the 1980s for answers. Featuring rare photos, original essays, and exclusive interviews with Coach Paterno, this beautiful 256-page full-color hardback edition explores the why behind We Are. It's chicken soup for the Nittany Lions' soul and makes the perfect gift for any Penn Stater in your life, including you. Order today at whypennstate.com. 